Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, Jim Hoffmaster here, trying out this new thing, podcasting on the Anchor app, uh, and I'm trying out this new thing in part because I got laid off from my day job, um, so I had to figure out some new shit to do with myself, uh, yeah, I got, uh, got laid off due to, uh, COVID-19 thing that we're all dealing with. Uh, I, until, until the 14th of this month, I had worked for 12, going on 13 years, I think, at, uh, WW, uh, formerly known as Weight Watchers, and I'm gonna call it Weight Watchers, because I don't like saying WW, it's very difficult, so... Anyway, uh, got laid off on the 14th, and it would have been laid off in a conference call if I hadn't screwed up on the time. Um, but a lot of my more unfortunate co-workers were invited to a business conference call, and when they got on the call, a Zoom audio-only conference call, um, they were all muted so they couldn't respond. The territory manager read a prepared statement um, and, uh, and that was that, but I found out after the fact that there were actually, uh, two conference calls, and one, uh, was supposed to be at 1230, and if you got that one, that was the good one, that was the, hey, congratulations, you continue to have a job, uh, the, uh, the 1 p.m. call was the not as good call, because, uh, that one was, thank you for your service, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I would have been on that call, but I screwed up, uh, and I'm actually glad I did. I, I don't think I would have uh, enjoyed being on, on that uh, that conference call, which seemed, I don't know, rude, uh, assholish uh, is a phrase that comes to mind. Uh, instead, anyway, instead, I ended up... Um, talking, uh, having a one-on-one with the territory manager, which, uh, I don't know if it was qualitatively a lot different than, than what, uh, my co-workers on the, on the call experienced, uh, but at least I did get a minute or two, uh, with the territory manager of actual, you know, borderline human, uh, interaction, and, uh, and that was nice, I guess, it was better than a, better than a poke in the eye, as they say, certainly better than, being told uh, you're fired and click, you know, in a conference call. So anyway, so that's a thing that happened. And it happened uh, the day before my birthday. I thought that was fun, you know, in a blackly, you know, comic way. But I think it could have been better. I've been joking in the time since. You know, all they had to do was wait 24 hours, and then it would have been really fun. But, um, But, oh well, I guess they did the best they could. Uh, so what have I, what have I been doing with myself in the time since? Um, uh, mostly, at least for the first week plus, uh, I was trying to figure out unemployment, uh, because I have never done it before. I know. I'm an actor. I've been an actor for a while. Um, and I'm 59 years old and I've never applied for unemployment. Um, so I, I, and I found the prospect daunting, uh, for many reasons, mostly because uh, I don't know, it would be overselling it to refer to myself as disorganized. There is no organization at all, really. 
so I thought that might be a problem. And so anyway, it was a difficult week or so uh, of, of figuring out something I, uh, I inherently find difficult, you know, doing applications and paperwork and whatever. I don't understand that totally because I'm a fairly smart guy and I can read and write fairly well. But anyway, uh, but I did spend the better part of a week kind of trying to figure it out. I did get the application out. And um, when all said and done, I think that that actually worked in my favor in terms of staving off the, you know, anger and depression or what, whatever, whatever, whatever one goes through during these times. Um, uh, because I had a project, and um, if I have any advice to offer on this, uh, in this situation of of getting laid off. Uh, I think the best decision that I have made so far was to um, work during the time I would have been working. Uh, I think that that did a couple things. I think that prevented me from just kind of sitting in my apartment going, Oh, this would have been the time where, you know, I would have been, you know, with my co-workers and the members and, uh, you know, to help that. And uh, the other thing was I, I think it helped me not to obsess. You know, if, if I had a dedicated time to, for example, uh, if I had a dedicated time to work on filing for unemployment, that meant that when that time was over, I could, you know, do whatever and not, uh, and not feel guilty, not feel guilty and feel like, oh, I should be working on un- unemployment, whatever, because I had already. Um, so anyway, that's my nickel's worth of advice for you. Uh, but anyway, that project is done now, so what else am I going to do? What am I going to do to give shape and form to the time ahead? I don't know, but I have some ideas, and this is one of them. This very thing that you're listening to. Uh, I thought that uh, I would give it a try. Don't expect it to be good. Uh, I think I'm, I already think I've I've gone on much longer than I should have. Uh, so I'm going to try to wrap this up. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think one of the things for that I uh, am thinking about moving forward is what do I have to offer? Um, getting uh, laid off. Uh, from Weight Watchers has been, I mean, it wasn't a dream job, it wasn't my passion, but it did, like I said, it gave me socialness, you know, it got me somewhat out in the world, even during this time of virtual meetings and whatnot, Um, you know, it gave me some sense of purpose, provided some sense of shape to the days, you know, it it did things, and of course, provided some money, not a lot of money, mind you, Uh, my my monthly take-home at Weight Watchers was not enough to even cover my rent, let alone uh, all the other bills. But, you know, at least it was something. Uh, So, I have to figure out what to do now. Uh, um, Financially, things are okay for the moment. I I have some money in the bank. I hopefully have unemployment coming. I hope I filled that application out right. I was so uncertain, and there was nobody to help me. And my 
stuff is so complicated because I'm an actor and I had the day job and I had the other job and a bunch of other jobs beyond that and residuals. How do I do all that? I don't know. And nobody could tell me. Phew. But I hope I got that right because I want to get that sweet, sweet unemployment money while while it's still out. A friend of mine said, better better do it quickly while, while the money's still there. Uh, so anyway, hopefully that money's going to be happening soon. So I'm not really right now, right now, right in a second, not worried about money. I'm actually more worried about what the heck am I going to do with myself now? Uh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do for socialness? I don't have a lot of friends I talk to on a daily basis. I really haven't ever, but but now I don't even have the kind of you know work friends and member relationships and whatever. So I'm a little concerned about that. I'm a little concerned about providing my own uh, shape to the days and purpose and. Uh, you know, what my life means without work. And I don't just mean my day job, because Shameless, the show that I'm a recurring character on, that's not happening either. And I don't know when it will happen. And frankly, when it does happen, I don't know if I'll still be a part of it. I play a fairly small role on the show. And uh, with the COVID-19 and all the... Uh, uh, extra measures that are going to have to be put in place at studios, I might end up, you know, I might end up being as inessential to Shameless as I was to Weight Watchers, so, but I don't have to worry about that now, right now, I just have to figure out how to, uh, how to make it day by day, so, anyway, that's enough of me for now, uh, so, I don't expect this to be good, I know it's not going to be good, but it's a start. I did it. So take care of yourselves, folks, and uh, we will, uh, I don't know, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of the Jim Hoffmaster Experience with your host, Jim Hoffmaster. Happy Friday. Hey, does Friday mean anything anymore? Not to me, it doesn't. Used to be a day off. Now it's just another day. <laughs> but anyway, hey, wanted to let you know, uh, I I am uh, I'm one clean dude. Freshly showered and shaved, uh, well... I'm actually growing a beard, but I shaved my neck. Um, I don't know why, because it's Friday, because, you know, I care about you, the listener. Um, anyway, it's a thing that happened, so, and I thought I'd share it with you. Um, speaking of things I've shared with you, uh, in uh, yesterday's episode, uh, I answered a question from my friend Seth Fuller regarding what do I do, what have I been doing during the pandemic uh, for artistic expression and kind of a, a corollary question, what do I do to entertain myself? And um, and I went on about how uh, uh, I entertain myself primarily with uh, uh, Netflix and uh, Amazon and the internet and, uh, and what I want to do is artistically express myself more by uh, playing my uh, playing my instruments more and dancing around and, and just you know doing more 
pursuing some of my more active hobbies. Um, and after after I recorded this, uh, after I recorded the episode, I, I found myself thinking, um, that's not really my definition of artistic expression. Uh, I, I know your, your, your definition may vary. Uh, I know some people might just think, yeah, anytime you're playing or singing or dancing, you're artistically expressing yourself. Um, I have a maybe a little bit of a different view. I feel like, and maybe this springs from the fact that I'm a performer uh, by nature, um, I feel as if uh, artistic expression needs somebody to, uh, that you're expressing it to, and I guess you could say, I, I guess, I guess, that you're... Uh, you know, you're communing with yourself, maybe when you're drawing a picture or, or, or dancing or uh, what else did I say I've been doing? Working on, uh, you know, playing the piano or guitar or harmonicas, whatever. Um, but I don't really see it that way. I see it as, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of doing your, your more active hobby. And uh, if, if when I get good enough to, to share that with other people, which is my plan, uh, then that's artistic expression, you know. But anyway, just thought I'd clear that up. I felt the need to clear that up for some for some reason. Um, but onward and upward, because I did a... a, a this is my uh, second or third attempt to record this episode, and uh, the last time I did it went to 15 minutes, and I don't want it to go to 15 minutes. So I'm going to jump to uh, a question I got today from... Jane Rosemont, the director of Acting Like Nothing Is Wrong, the documentary starring yours truly. Uh, And she asked me, Jim, what is it like to be the subject of a documentary? And, uh, and boy, that, that's, that could be a very involved, uh, very involved answer, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to just kind of lightly lightly touch on it. This will undoubtedly not be the last time I'll be talking about the documentary, particularly as it gets closer to uh, to being an actual thing, you know, and being in film festivals and, and the like. Um, but I think uh, uh, one thing that comes to mind when I think about being uh, a documentary subject is I've, I've been very aware uh, and gotten a kick out of the novelty of it. I think it's very interesting. Uh, you're in a, a a relatively small club. How many people get documentaries made about them? And and they're even a subset of that club. How many people who really aren't especially accomplished or or known or you know? How many of those people get plucked out of obscurity by a documentary filmmaker? You know an even smaller group. So I'm aware and I enjoy kind of the novelty of being in a position that not a lot of people are in. Um, and the other thing, and uh, I feel like I have to tread lightly here because, Jane, I know you're listening or you will be listening to this at some point. Um, one thing that I've been, I've thought about a lot since pretty early on uh, in uh, in our work on the documentary, and the documentary is done, pr- or not done, principal filming on the documentary is done. Uh, we are currently in post-production. There have been a couple of rough drafts, and uh, and we're we're getting there. So uh, it is it is it is happening. Um, 
But one thing、uh, I have thought about a lot, practically since the beginning of the process, is how、um, the difference between、uh, how do I say it?、Uh, the difference between this being not my story, but a story about me, you know, or a documentary about me.、Um, So I think、uh, Jane and I have become close over、uh, over the、uh, well. We're into like a year and a half of kind of working on the film, but but the year of of、uh, of actually shooting things, and we shot all over the place. We shot in L.A., we shot in Santa Fe, we shot in Michigan.、Um, where else did we go? I'm missing a place. L.A., Santa Fe. Santa Fe, Michigan. Oh, and West Virginia. Duh, that was that was a great trip.、Um, but the thing I think about a lot, <laughs> for some reason, do, do you sense I'm 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 skittish about saying this?、Um, the documentary is my story, but it's not going to be my story. Not exactly, because I'm not the one telling the story.、Uh, If you know, if if it were my story, I'd be I I'd write a book, you know, or or you know something of that nature.、Um, this is also not my、uh, vanity project. I did not hire Jane to tell the story of me.、Uh, she just、uh, one day it hit her that I might be an interesting documentary subject, so she asked me, and I with not that much trepidation, a little trepidation, but not that much. Uh, I said yes,、um, and I and I I say all this. It's you know it's it's her story. It's it's my story, but it's not my story because she's telling the story.、Um, and、uh, I think, why? Well, well, I know she wants to honor, you know, my life experience and so forth.、Um, And and move people and make people think and make people laugh and have a you know and have a, a good experience.、Um, and I want that too.、Uh, but I guess I guess what I'm I'm saying in terms of like this big thing I keep kind of maybe not wanting to say、um, is that、uh, I think early on I had to realize. This isn't going to go, you know. the The telling of this story isn't going to go exactly my my way, or or exactly follow my you know sensibilities or my thoughts on my own life necessarily, because I'm not telling the story. It's it's refracted through Jane's sensibilities, through her eyes, through what through the way she sees me and the way she interprets. Um, the things that I have said to her, and、uh, and the experiences that I've shared, and the experiences that we've shared together via the making of the film,、um, I do think there's going to be a pretty uh, broad um, what's the word I want subset, pretty broad intersection where where her sensibility and my sensibility are pretty pretty in sync.、Um, But、uh, but one thing I prepared, I've been preparing myself for it in the, since pretty much pretty much the very beginning, is that I will watch、um, I will watch a final 
cut of the film. I'll watch the film that will be being shown in film festivals and so forth, and probably winning uh, many awards, and hopefully be being bought by, you know, Netflix or Amazon or someplace. And um, and I will probably see it as、uh, kind of a variation, not a variation on my story, but a、uh, well, just a different, a slightly different take. On my story than I would have, because this isn't my story, even though it's about me. And、uh, okay, I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I made that clear as mud or not, but、uh, but it it's the thing I it's the thing I was thinking about when、uh, it's the thing I've been thinking about kind of primarily.、Um, uh, one of the things I've been thinking about is the process has gone through、uh, production to post production and and.、Uh, And as I don't know, it's interesting to think about what what's going to you know happen with the film in terms of film festivals and such. Like with pretty much everything else in our lives these days, it's kind of thrown、uh, things have been thrown into some turmoil.、Um, I I I presume <laughs> film festivals will still happen in some way, shape, or form, but、uh, I don't know quite quite how. But anyway.、Um, On that note, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna wrap up because、uh, I'm trying to keep these to ten minutes, but they keep getting longer.、Uh, I do want to thank you all for for listening and for kind of following me along so far. That makes me quite happy. I thought people would maybe sample、uh, what I'm doing and kind of go away and you know go about their lives, but the fact that many of you, maybe most of you, who have checked it out are are coming back for Coming back for more, so thank you so much. That makes me excited about、uh, what'll, what might, what could happen if I, you know, stick with this and actually learn, learn how to be a really good podcaster instead of whatever, <laughs> whatever the heck this is. But anyway, thank you again for listening. Hey, I want to invite you. I'm a little uncomfortable about this, but I got to get over it. I got to get over my discomfort about hawking my wares.、Um, Uh, the Anchor website has given me the the option of activating uh, uh, subscription. So apparently,、um, I don't know how this works yet. Maybe I shouldn't say anything till I can t- explain more how it works. But you can apparently subscribe to this podcast and、uh, throw me throw me a buck or two, whatever you think,、uh, whatever you think it's worth, and、uh, and that would help me very much. Uh, both psychologically and practically,、uh, because I am I am on a mission. I want to figure out what to do with myself that doesn't have to do with me working a day job that I don't really give a shit about.、Uh, I'm I'm an older gentleman, and I would like to spend the last productive years of my life doing things that I actually want to do that actually speak to me and.、Uh, On that note, talk to you soon.